Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Have Gun Will Travel. Original air date is May 15th, 1960, and the title is Lena Countryman. Let's get into it. You're not being fair to your father if you don't give me an explanation to take back to him. He went to some expense to have me make this trip. Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875, the Carlton Hotel, headquarters of a man called Paladin. Well, Emily, well, here you are, Mr. Paladin. Uh, thank you, Alex. Would you be wanting me again today, sir? No, I'm spending the rest of the day up in my room. I have a long, hard trip ahead of me tomorrow. Uh, for your trouble, Alex. Oh, thank you, sir. Dummy, my pleasure. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day, Alex. <sighs> oh, Mr. Paladin. Oh, hey, boy. I was meeting with Mr. What's his name? Mr. Countryman. Mr. Well, hey, boy, he has his troubles. He's hired me to go up to Vallejo to escort his daughter back to San Francisco. Oh, why she need escort? He got a letter from the sheriff saying that somebody is threatening her life, and the sheriff says he won't be responsible, thinks she ought to come home. But she's a school teacher up there, and she doesn't want to come home. So, Mr. Countryman wants me to go get her. You'll leave tonight? No, tomorrow, first thing. Uh, would you make sure there's a horse ready for me at the livery stable in the morning? Yes, sir. I'll be up in my room. I'm going to finish that book I was reading and get to bed early. Uh, no visitors, hey, boy. Uh, but, uh, Mr. Paladin, uh, the colonel is still in your room. The what? Yes, sir. He has many drinks of brandy and just sits there staring at chessboard. <laughs> we finished that game before I went out. Oh, he say he find way out of checkmate. He wait till you come back. He, he's plenty tipsy by oh, now. Oh, no. Hey, boy, go tell him uh, tell him that I was detained, that I, I won't be back tonight. Let me know when he's gone. I'll be over in the bar. Oh, yes, sir. So, oh, uh, Mr. Paladin. Yeah? Uh, also, while you are very pretty young lady asked for you, uh, she says she wait in bar till you return. She lady from room 401. Kadugga, dugga, dug. Four, oh, ooh, 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 that lady. Mm. Well, it doesn't look like I'll finish reading that book tonight, does it? Hey, oh, no, sir. But uh, life in Carlton Hotel, much more fun than life in books, maybe so. <laughs> hey, boy, you could be right. started my journey under the hire of Mr. Countryman. This afternoon, when I rode into the peaceful town of Vallejo, perched on an arrowhead of land piercing the Napa River where it flows into San Pablo Bay, 
When I signed the register at the only hotel, the clerk told me I could find Miss Lena Countryman in the schoolhouse, three miles away, just off the north road on the banks of the river. By the time I arrived, she was waving goodbye to her pupils. Ooh, ooh. Bye, Johnny. Goodbye, dear. Now, Johnny, you go straight home. Uh, Miss Countryman? Yes? My name is Paladin. If you're one of the sheriff's men, my answer is uh, still the same. I won't leave Vallejo. No, no, your father sent me. My father? But how do He you... wants me to see that you get back to San Francisco safely. Oh, no. How in heaven's name did he find out? The sheriff wrote him. Is he upset? Yes, very much so. But he doesn't know why your life has been threatened. I suppose I should have written him. It would have been better coming from me. Who is threatening you, Miss Countryman? The people of Vallejo have it in their minds. Some say they've heard it for sure. That Dutch Talbot is on his way to take my life. Dutch Talbot? Yes. The outlaw? Yes. A wanted man with a big price on his head, so I've heard. Hmm. Why do they say this? It's a long story, Mr. Paladin, and I don't care to discuss it. Besides, there's no need to take up your time. I must be getting home. Uh, what about your father? Tell him I'm all right, as you can see. Tell him that I'll write and explain. Good afternoon. Uh, Miss Countryman. Yes? May I see you home? Thank you, but I have my buggy. It's out back. I'd like to ride with you, Miss Countryman. We could talk on the way. You're not being fair to your father if you don't give me an explanation to take back to him. You went to some expense to have me make this trip. Oh, yes. Forgive me, Mr. Paladin. I've been rude to you. Not at all, ma'am. Oh, but I have. You're a gentleman, and I didn't perceive it at first. Your host and gun are misleading. But you're right. I should give you an explanation. I'll hitch up the buggy. Thank you. I'll be ready to leave in a few minutes. I don't usually take the north road, Mr. Paladin. There's a wagon trail along the river that's much shorter. You can turn right just up ahead. All right. How long have you lived in Vallejo? This is my third year. I came here after I finished school in San Francisco. It's a lovely place. I hope I'll always be here. It offers everything I want or ever will want. <laughs> you speak so finely for someone so young. Perhaps. But I'm fortunate enough to know what I want and appreciate it when I have it. There's an unending stimulation in guiding children and watching them mature. I couldn't be anything more satisfying, whether you're young or old. You can turn here. All right. Well, you're a dedicated woman, Miss Countryman. But why would Dutch Talbot or anyone else want to take your life? Why, if he does, it's because he probably thinks I'm responsible for his son's death. Oh, I didn't know he had a son. The people in this town knew. Poor boy. As I heard it, Jerry Lee's mother died when he was born. Dutch Talbot brought him here to live. To be raised by his brother, Doc. Dutch always came back to see Jerry Lee about once a month. So the law stamped him as a wanted man. But why why would he think that you were responsible for his son's death? Well, I was taught that a teacher shouldn't love one child more than another. That she should show them all equal consideration. But we can't always live by the book, can we, Mr. Paladin? No, I guess not. I loved Jerry Lee. He was eight years old. I loved him more than any of the other children. I wanted him to have every opportunity available. I wanted him to be the best pupil, the most accomplished. 
as if he were my very own. That was my under... Who? Who? Why are you blocking this road? We've been waiting for you. Throw down the gun, mister. Throw it down. What do you want with it? Keep your rifle on him, Trump. Sure. Now get down, mister. And mount that horse you have tied in back. I'll drive the buggy. Who are you? Why are you stopping us? You wouldn't be Dutch Talbot by any chance. No chance about it. Now get down. So, what are you going to do? Never mind what I'm going to do. You get on that horse. Move. All right. Trump, keep him covered. Yeah. Take the back way to Dawson. We'll be right behind you. Me and Lena Countryman. the buggy in the barn. All right, then. Now you head for that door. Now right, go on in. Doss? Hey, Doss. I say right up, Doug. Hello, Miss Lena. Mr. Talbot, what's the meaning of this? Dutch has all the answers. Who's he? Well, this is Mr. Paladin. A friend of my father's from San Francisco. What's he doing here? Her father sent me to take her home. He knows that she's been threatened. So do the law officers in this town. Well, that's why I've been careful to stay out of their way. Everything has worked just fine so far. Except for the fact you had to be along the same day we'd planned to take her. What are you going to do with him, Dutch? Uh, haven't made up my mind yet. And what do you intend to do with Miss Countryman? You got the rope ready, Doc? It's in the room, like you told me. We'll bring some extra for him. There's enough for both. I'll need your help. Come on. All right. Into that room. Sit in this chair, mister. You tie him up good, Doc. Sit there, Miss Lena. On the bunk bed. Your turn is next. You don't have to tie me up to kill me. Oh, I'm not going to kill you with this rifle. I got something prettier planned for you. A nice, clean death. Just like the one you gave Jerry Lee. His death was an accident. And you caused that accident. You caused my son's death. You got no right to go on living when he's laying out there under the ground. Why are you torturing her? Shut up! It's got nothing to do with you. If she says it was an accident, you know it was... It doesn't make any sense you want to kill her. You get me riled, mister. I'll blow the top off your head. Mr. Paladin. 
Can't you see it's no use? Yeah, he's finished, Doc. Good work, Doc. Now, huh? Not yet. You know whose room this is, Miss Lena? You know whose bunk you're sitting on? Yes. Never leave. He'll never see this room again. He'll never wear that jacket hanging on the door. Never again. Those pants laying on that trunk were the ones he wore when they pulled him out of the river. I tried to save him, but it was too late. You should have learned him how to save yourself when he was learning them how to swim. He was a good swimmer, the best in school. Then how come he had to drown if he was such a good swimmer? I don't know. He went out too far. He got cramps or something. I don't know. You had no right teaching them kids how to swim. It's for their own protection. The town is surrounded by water. It's important that they know how to swim. They didn't have to be learned by no teacher before you came along. There were many deaths from drowning. And there'll be more unless they get proper training. You and your newfangled notions. I don't care what you think, Dr. Talbot. I love Jerry Lee. He's the last person in the world I'd bring harm to. You have no right to love him. He wasn't yours. Somebody had to love him. Somebody did, you fool woman. He was my son. And Darth here. He took good interest in him. He didn't need your help. While you rode the country, ruining his name. You leave her alone, Dutch. You keep out of this, mister. I've warned you enough. Tie her up, Doss. We'll take her when it gets dark. The people in this town will be mighty grateful to me when they drag her out of the river. command. 
But again, Jefferson Davis gave Bragg his support and kept him as a military advisor. Later, Davis appointed Bragg to head the Army of North Carolina. Then in February of 1865, when the Confederate Army had reached its breaking point, General Bragg joined Johnston in a last effort to stop Sherman's march. As a result, Bragg was included in the surrender to Sherman. Bragg's contemporaries described him as a strict disciplinarian who rarely got along with his senior officers. It was this friction that handicapped the conduct of his operations. Nevertheless, when looking over Bragg's military career, one must admit that he was a brave and skillful officer. In fact, soldiers like Braxton Bragg serve as a reminder that America has always produced great military men and will continue to do so as long as the American way of life is preserved. They left us in the room. And for the next few hours, Lena Countryman sat there tied hand and foot without saying a word. Her eyes were filled with tears as she glanced at all the reminders of Jerry Lee. She seemed to suffer more from the memory of the boy than from the thoughts of going to her own death. When Dutch and Trump came to carry her out, she only said, Be gentle to my father. A few minutes later, I heard them ride away. Hey. No. No use trying to free yourself, Mr. Paladin. Those knots will hold you till I cut you loose. And when will that be? That's up to Dutch. And what do you say, Mr. Talbot? What makes you think I'd go against my own brother? Because you don't agree with what your brother thinks. Why do you say that? I saw your face this afternoon when he was racking her with his remarks. You felt sorry for Lena Countryman. You could be right, but what can I do about it? Cut me loose. That should kill me. I suppose he would, wouldn't he? You couldn't help her now. I could try. All right. Thanks. Where would they be? That stretch of the river by the schoolhouse. Same place that happened to Jerry Lee. All right, I'll need a gun. There's one in the front room. Put the girl down, Trump. You stay back. I'll kill you if you try to stop it. Make your play, Dutch. I'm coming in. Throw it, Trump. Throw it. Don't you do it, Trump. I'm throwing you to stay back, Trump. No, you <laughs> Lena. <laughs> Lena. <laughs> Lena. <laughs> All right. Come on now. Yeah, I got you. I got you. There. All right, now. There. Now, let me get this gag untied. There we are. I don't... I don't really made up my mind. I was going to die. Uh, I had my breath on the water after I knew you were here. I'll have to get a knife to cut the rope. I think Dutch has one of them. Uh, 
right. Hold still now. Are they both dead? Yeah. What a terrible thing. Well, the law would have caught up with them sooner or later anyway. There you are. Oh. Let me help you up now. You. There you go. Are you all right? Yes. And I have you to thank for it. Can I possibly tell you how grateful I am? No. Don't try. Why do there have to be men like Dutch Talbot? I don't know. I'm afraid there'll always be a lot of Dutch Talbots. Not enough Lena countrymen. So, Lena, you just keep right on teaching those kids to grow up to be better men and women. I'll try, Mr. Paladin. I'll try.
This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening.